Welcome to Under the Table. This Thursday I'm sitting in Sea Point. It's a beautiful day in Cape Town. The sun's out. Um, we're not being blown away by the southeaster. And I'm sitting with a lovely lady named Silvana. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us what her business is. Hi, um, my name's Silvana Duntu. And I'm the co-owner of a company called African Equations. African Equations has been in existence for 18 years, and we've always been focused on tourism development and research and marketing and communication. And over the years, we've been very privileged to be involved in a number of very significant pro uh, projects uh, for the private sector and government. Um, more, you know, in 2010, I set up the uh, visitor center at the Greenpoint Stadium to promote the FIFA 2010 World Cup. Um, I've also done a lot of work um, with the trade unions and proudly South African promoting fashion. And um, I've always, I did the launch of the convention center, so now you know exactly how old I am. <laughs> and um, so I've, I've really enjoyed, I've had a wonderful 20 years of exciting projects and meeting various people and being creative. And then in our research and um, involvement in the wine industry, in the, particularly in the Cape Winelands where we've developed lots of, um, we did, um, re, you know, developing uh, regulations and uh, strategies for the Winelands, we, we realized that we really enjoy the ambiance and the beauty of our prestigious wine estate, um, and in the Cape particularly. And we are very aware of the celebrated uh, South African wines and the wines for export. But we wondered what people do who don't drink alcohol. And we thought that, you know, we've got such amazing export wines. In fact, South Africa is the seventh largest producer of wine in the world and a significant producer of grape juice. But sadly, grape juice remains the kind of Cinderella of the <laughs> wine industry. It's under-researched, it's not very visible, it's not spoken about, and there's certainly very little investment in marketing of grape juices. So my business partner and I decided we're going to go on a mission to look at this grape juice industry because we were, we've become more and more aware of Cape Town being promoted as a destination for tourism for people from the Middle East, uh, from India, from China. There's a huge emerging middle class from those countries. But there's very little on offer if you uh, don't want to just simply indulge in fizzy pop sodas. Absolutely. So we went on this mission. We traveled around the Winelands. We went as far as the Northern Cape uh, to the Orange River. And we came across 106 different varieties of grape juice, wow. which really surprised us. And in fact, often I ask wine um, producers and I say, how many grape juice, juices do you think there are? And they say, oh, about 30 or so. And in fact, there are 106. Wow. And But most of those juices are... Poorly presented in, in terms of their, um, their logo, their marketing, their branding. There's no investment in marketing. They sit on the bottom of the shelves. Um, you know, they don't spend any uh, real kind of investment in making it look great and ready for export. And mostly these wine, non-alcoholic wines mm -hmm. or grape juices, are made of concentrate or they blended 
or they dilute it? I was going to say uh, many of the juices that we see on the market, box juices, um, I'm not going to mention names, but they're usually blends of juices. Um, and we're talking about pure grape juice here. Correct. So they are all blends. And we decided to go and find, to go and find the recipe and make a pure grape juice, sparkling grape juice. Um, our product is called Zari Sparkling Grape. Zari means the golden or silver thread in uh, Persian fabric. And so it's a metaphor for quality and integrity. And you, as you probably know, it's called Zuri. It's, it's called Zuri. And it, I do have to say, it has the most beautiful bottle. I am in love with the bottle. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I've noticed that many of our customers keep the bottles yes. either for, you know, as candle holder or but they try and make use of the bottle, which is wonderful. So Zari was born in 2011. We produced a 750ml um, screw cap bottle, which we refer to as our lifestyle version. And then we produced a bubbly, which with a cork, and we call that our Zari bubbly, which is a celebratory drink and it's our flagship product. Um, Zari is pure grape juice. It is high in antioxidants and high in nutritional value. It is not diluted. There are no added sugars or added um, artificial colorings. Um, it comes in red and white, and it is made of the Cape Muscat seedless variety of grapes. So, and that, the, the color comes from the color of the skin. Yes, so it's completely pure and with no artificial anything. Um, it, it has taken a while to get people's heads around the notion of uh, a non-alcoholic wine, as Zari is referred to in the Middle East. Um, it has also taken them a while to get around the notion of a quality premier brand grape juice, because everything else in the market is pretty average. Yes. We've also struggled with retailers, for example, the significant big retailers. They don't know whether to put you on the bottom of the shelf next to the 10 rands plastic bottle or whether to put you next to the non-alcoholic beer. So they're struggling with this category too. But fortunately, we've spent a huge amount of energy getting into the retailers. So we're in the three big significant retailers. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention them. Oh, you can go ahead. Um, we in Pick and Pay, we in Spa, and we in Macro. Yeah. And um, we've had a really good season uh, because people are realizing that this is a good quality brand. It's beautifully presented. Um, it tastes different. Um, we've realized, and we've done a huge amount of research, and we've realized that um, there's a trend towards non-alcoholic um, K-Town in particular, Savannah, very health conscious and and just that. Like people may have alcohol, but not in large, vast quantities. Have you found it easier to sell to a Cape Town um, kind of audience? Right. Absolutely. Cape Town's, you know, the trendoids are all going, it's sober January, and so I'm not drinking alcohol. People are more health conscious. Um, they're looking for ethical products. They're looking for products with integrity, and that is what Zari is. So tell, tell me about that before I, we skip over it. Um, we're talking about ethics. So a, a lot of concentration recently has been about farming and, you know, how workers are treated and where it comes from in the production process. Do you oversee all of that? Do you have a hand in checking on that? Um, for us to have um, secured a producer for our product, because we are not farmers, yes. we don't own a wine farm. But 
we have um, found uh, after much ado, after a very long journey, and I emphasize this because the industry, the wine industry is not transformed and there really isn't a willingness to transform or to include uh, black ownership. So after approaching a number of companies, we've managed to form a partnership with uh, the Van Leuven Wine Estates. It's a family-owned business, and it's the biggest South African family-owned wine estate. We've just recently gone into a partnership, and together we co-own a bottling plant in Bonnyvale, okay. which we are refurbishing and which we are um, uh, also uh, making ready for export and for in terms of compliancy because our focus is going to be non-alcoholic beverages. How was the response when you did approach Van Leuven? Because, I mean, they're a wine business and then they're giving you, you know, part of their produce. So how did that conversation go? <laughs> Awkward, uh, difficult, uh, challenging. But um, reasonably, well, I say awkward, but reasonably good because we had already approached four wine estates who um, we walked very long journeys, you know, year-long journey with one estate and they dangle the bee carrot and then they eventually they go, well, as a co-op, it's really difficult to convince 50 farmers that we need to transform. So with Van Leuven, you know, they're a very progressive family-owned business and almost immediately the decision was made to... Uh, begin the journey of transformation and to include us as a partner and we approach the DTI who have given us tremendous support to realize that partnership. Van Leuven sees, um, they certainly see the value in the BE partnership in terms of accessing export and accessing the retail markets locally. But in addition to that, um, they realize that there's a trend towards non-alcoholic. We have um, done, we, we are, you know, kind of natural researchers, Shireen and I. So we spend all our time, we do the 24-hour shift and we know everything going on in a number of countries in the world. So we've explored the Middle East market, Japan, Indonesia, Malaysia. And we realize that there's an emerging middle class who are looking for quality beverages. Um, the halal market is worth trillions of US dollars and people from those markets are beginning to travel. In fact, Cape Town is very much a destination for the Dubai, Qatar markets. People come here, they come on holiday, they visit the wine estates, they visit our um, our uh, beautiful parks. And I, um, A few months ago, we were chatting with Charlie's Bakery and we got the same response from Charlie's Bakery that that particular market um, from the east is coming here far more frequently. Absolutely. You see, I, I can tell you that you could go to Wine Estate this morning and I can promise you that, that we'll find a busload of people from Qatar or from Dubai. That's unusual though because Very, yeah. these are non-alcoholic countries. That's right. So they visit the Wine Estates and now the question is what's on offer? Mm. And sadly, often when you visit a, a Wine Estate or a hotel, yes. a businessman, an investor, a middle class family may be checking in and they would be offered wine on arrival and if they don't drink wine, they would be offered offered water or a inferior fizzy drink which and and unfortunately traditionally uh, those markets particularly the Muslim market has been offered really inferior soda um, not on par with any good quality wine oops sorry that's a truck (laughs) 
So we want to change that. We are approaching all the wine estates saying this is what we have on offer in terms of the quality export five-star brands that you're promoting. So in essence, elevating the welcome experience to South Africa. You know, we've always, our company prides itself on being, we've been leaders in the tourism industry in terms of our tourism development. We've never been tour operators, but we've managed a fund for the business trust for 10 years, um, empowering and building uh, SMMEs in the tourism industry. So we're familiar with that industry and we, we understand how important it it is to be prepared for those markets because not only are they um, is it a Muslim market but this is an emerging middle class from India from China from Indonesia where they are saying we want the same experience as any other uh, middle class market from Europe I've, I've recently come back from India and um, I know it's it's non 90% of places are non-alcoholic except the major cities um, but there is a need for aspirational products so so, um, you know, they, they do chase down those those places that do um, serve alcohol. They chase down South African wines. Um, and they're priced maybe a thousand percent than you see them here. Um, so I'm understanding what you're saying. We can welcome you with something that is the best of what we can offer. That's exactly where we want to be. We believe that we are the finest South African grape juice or the finest South African non-alcoholic products on par with any top quality wine. Um, we're certainly beginning to see a, an increase in our consumers. People are looking for, for us. We did a very good season in um, over the Christmas period. Um, we are, pregnant women are looking for our product because it's of good quality. There are lovely, wonderful health benefits to grape juice. Um, and so we believe that Zari is this quality South African product that we are very proud of and that as soon as we reach those consumers through our marketing and media, um, we have no doubt that we, people will start buying the, the uh, product. But just on, a, on, a, on another note, um, we are two black South African women mm. who co-own this business. And you can only imagine how difficult it has been to access the industry. Um, it's very male-dominated, very white male-dominated, and so we've really had to um, prepare ourselves. Um, our aim is to become the most significant agro-processing company on the continent, um, black woman-owned company. Our bottling plant out at in Bonnyvale, which is in a rural area, has such great potential. Um, we are transforming this into a state-of-the-art bottling plant, and we will produce our own range of products, but we will also produce for other small crafters and micro-breweries and micro-producers uh, who want to do a range of iced teas or waters or vitamin drinks. So we believe that we're going to become a significant player in this industry. Um, Solana, since you have pointed it out, um, recently there's been a, you know, a resurgence of feminism, as we call it. Um, but you have said it's difficult for black women. Um, as somebody who's still walking that very difficult path, and you are opening up your doors to say, come join us, bring us your, your business, we'll help you. What is the advice that you would give to other young black entrepreneurs who want to try? I think all SMMEs, all small businesses, but my advice is particularly to young women. Mm. It's, it's hard, but you've got to be tenacious. 
Um, we dreamt up Zari in 2009. It's 2016, mm-hmm. and I'm still going strong. And it has been an uphill battle. Yes. Um, government would like to support, but the wheels turn very slowly. But I do believe that we have the uh, we have the expertise, um, we have the confidence. I love visiting these wine estates where these young uh, young winemakers, viticulturists, um, you know, professional men and women are doing their thing. They're not getting the publicity because we we, we tend to be quite modest and quite shy. But in fact, we should put ourselves out there because we have the skills and there is a lot of support. But for young women, and particularly in the wine industry, this is the time. And this is, there is, the transformation is slow, but come and identify your brand and get involved in the wine industry, in the agro-industry. It's really important. It's an important sector of our economy. Um, It is interesting. It is exciting. I have a young son. He's 17. Fortunately, he's interested in uh, accounting. He's decided to become an agri-economist. Nice. He will be going to university next year. I have taken him through the wine estates. He's done his work shadowing at Van Leuven. And he's beginning to really love the industry. And I think that exposure is so important. So I'm happy for anyone to call me up and say, I want the experience. What are you talking about when you speak about pairing wine and the viscosity of wine? And why is it called a Sauvignon Blanc and it's not called a Cabernet? Any of that education, I would be too happy to take young people on those tours and introduce them to the to the industry. Um, there are lots of courses available as well. But I think from a business point of view, this is a really invigorating, exciting, wonderful area of the economy. And there, I encourage them to join us. There you have it. Um, if you're young and you are interested at all in the wine industry, this amazing lady is offering you personalized tours and personalized advice as to how to get in, how to aspire, how to make it big. Um, We will have a little write-up, of course, on um, our webpage and we will provide details. If you need to get a hold of Silvana, you can do that through us. We'll give you those details. Um, We'll leave it there for under the table, but we will catch up with Silvana at a later date and figure out how things are going. Maybe even some of you will be with her and then we'll have a bit of a chat. That's under the table for this week. Thanks for listening.